On this podcast, math, mumbo, and jumbo. Listen in. Welcome to the Speaking of Math podcast, episode number 75 by Door to Math. This podcast is devoted to all things math education and how parents can be a positive factor in their kids' math learning. Math is the gateway to many professional careers as well as confidence and personal growth. Find more information at www.doortomath.com or on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Tucson Math Talk. So let's get on with the topic of the day, math mumbo jumbo. That's a funny word you use. So mumbo jumbo reminds me of the kids' room when they were little, right? That they were so messy everywhere. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a nightmare trying to get them to clean it up. Now, with that recent book where we're reading, The Magic of Tidying Up, Marie Kondo, Kondo, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I had some revolution when it comes to math mumbo-jumbo. When a kid comes in freaking out with exams or stressed out with the grades or use those two words, I have similar mirroring process to get them distressed. All right, so math mumbo-jumbo, I want to make sure I understand it correctly, means there's just a lot of stuff going on around math. They haven't finished their homework. They haven't studied for the test. They don't understand what the teacher is saying and all of them mixed up and they can't really separate it. Right. So the first thing I do is recognize the kids is going into the math mumbo jumbo mode, right? When they go into mumbo jumbo mode, emotion runs high, cortisol is running high, stress level is high. There's no chance they can do math to begin with, right? So pretending or trying to calm them down is just like throwing oil on a fire. All right. That sounds like a pretty bad situation. And I think one word they use a lot is freaking out and I'm really stressed out. Yeah, those are two keywords that under mumbo-jumbo condition that they use over and over. All right, uh, I feel like that at work sometimes. There's just so much coming at me. I don't even know where to start, but I just like usually start with one thing and the next thing and a couple hours later I feel better. Right, so now when it comes to kids, what I'm really looking for is let's cut the oxygen to the fire first, right? Are they really worried about grades because they're about to flunk it? Are they going to get spanked? <laughs> Very few people would say that, right? But if that's the case, we need to address it. So I want to cut the oxygen off first. Once we figure out what the consequence or perceived consequence in their mind is, then I can address what the underlying situation is. All right, so uh, what I'm hearing is why are they so stressed out that things are not working? They're- it could be obvious I'm just stressed, but there could be one of several reasons. Right. So, like, case and uh, point, I had a one sixth grader come in and says, exactly, I'm freaking out, this math is so hard, yada, 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 right? So, I cut off the oxygen, say, okay, let's take a look, are you nearly flunking? No, she's actually have 90% in the class, so that's not it. Are the parents going to be upset and kicking her out? She laughed, of course not, right? Then you say, okay, so this time of the year right around March-ish, the teacher is going to realize they didn't cover enough, so they'll speed up. The kids have spring break, so their mental mind is checked up a little bit, right? In this child case, we, Arizona, have this called AZ merit testing. So three factors contributed to the, I'm stressed out, I'm freaking out. All right, so once we figure out the factors, then we can go... forward solving the problem. Yeah, once I had her writing, writing down those three factors, I, we, we literally have three little stickies on the table say, okay, now 
which one of the three you have control over? And she giggled because easy marriage is going to happen whether she like it or not. Right? Teacher don't like it and parents don't like it. Uh, but it's going to happen. AZ, Arizona State, and neither AZ Merit. So nothing we can do there. So we took that sticker off, right? And then we talked about the teacher. Teacher needs to cover a certain amount of material by this time of the year. If they don't, they speed up. I asked her, do you have any control over that? She giggled again. So we took that sticker off. What is left? Well, she had mentally checked out. Didn't do the homework for about uh, a week and a half, right? That's something she has control over. Now we zero in on something she can actually do something about it. All right, so we, I'm seeing the beginning of a process. So first figure out why you're stressed out. And then as a parent, I can go with, over with my child which one I have control over and then focus on that one. Yeah, reduce the consequence to begin with. Cut off the oxygen, go over the underlying factors. Pick one, maybe two, one I would say. Go after that. When the kid has sense of this, I can do something about it, and the rest of the stuff I can't do, um, then it's uh, God's business, right? Let, let it be. And that sounds like 80% of the work, because once you know what you have control over, you can, you can always figure out a step-by-step -step process. Yeah, I think that the trick is really anchor the kid down with something concrete, because worrying is, uh, how, how does it go? It's... Um, Meditating, worrying is meditating on poop. Yeah, well, you got the gist of it, right? So the kid will laugh at the word choices you use, but then you can engage then to actually do something that kid actually have control of. All right, and I'm curious for this particular uh, child, uh, how was the problem of her checking out over spring break solved? Okay, so what we did is instead of giving her a week homework, we actually sat down and said, Monday you're going to do this, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and here's why we're giving you a little bit of extra to keep you up, and here's the feedback. The minute you have a question, here's what I want you to do with that question, right? So you actually have some concrete steps. All right, so just break down the tasks one by one and just slowly climb up the ladder on that. Yeah, it's hard work, but I'm saying is if you spend all the time and tell the kids don't freak out or don't, they don't know what to do instead, right? So switch that, don't do this, don't do that. Um, switch it off as soon as you can get the child to plan with you and give them some concrete stuff to do. And that's where we as parents can make a contribution. And I remember something similar happened when our son was maybe three or four years old and we're trying to teach him how to do his laundry. So he had a big pile of laundry on the floor and he had no idea where to start. It just all looked like a big mumbo jumbo. So I sat down with him and showed him, okay, you fold this and put it there, you fold this and put it there. And finally he saw the pattern and he was able to do it himself. Well, it's still a daily struggle or a weekly struggle, but at least he know what the picture or the process is. All right, so let's summarize. When a child, when your child, or when my child comes home and says, I'm freaking out, I'm really stressed, alarm bells should go off because that's a situation that we as parents can help and that our children really need help with. So uh, they have many things jumbled up in there that, and it all becomes unmanageable at that point. And what we can do is first and is ask why are you stressed out? What's the consequence? Once we do that, we figure out which part our child has control with on and then go through a step-by-step -step process just over the child 
part that our child has control with. Now, if your parents are saying, "Wow, that's a lot of work," but think about what happens if you don't do this work, right? This kid will not have the tools, and、uh, go on to college. We only have them for eighteen, nineteen years, right? So we really want to take the opportunity to teach them this thing early as soon as you can. So it sets the foundation for. For when they're not with us and they have a way to follow forward. Right. I mean, in the end, we want how the Dalai Lama quote goes: "You want to give our kids the one you love, the wings to fly,、mm-hmm. the roots to come back, and, and the reason. reason to stay."、Mm-hmm. And on that note, reason to stay. Until next time. Happy parenting. <laughs>